before we get started on today's show, guys, make sure to check out one of our longest running partners, I think, Strava Craft Coffee. They're offering a brand new code to everyone for your first purchase. If you haven't tried Strava Craft Coffee yet, you can use DNVR25. That's the code DNVR25 to get 25% off your first purchase of Strava Craft Coffee, which is packed with CBD, of course. So make sure to check them out today, StravaCraftCoffee.com. Use the code DNVR25 at checkout. Get 25% off your first purchase. The Winner's Lounge. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's do this. Man, that was... I can't believe we just watched that ass whipping, and that was the introduction we got. There's a lot of stuff going on. Maybe it was just so professional of an ass whipping that... That was just, it was business. Like, whatever. This is just all your rooting during the game. You were down there chainsawing. No, chainsawing. You had a chainsaw. Chainsawing. Wow, I missed that. It's a Friday night. It's a Friday night at the DMVR bar. There's literally no place that's better on earth. It was a fun one, too. When you watch your team just smack their opponent, granted, they were supposed to smack their opponent, but when you watch them do it, it feels great. We're presented, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. Download it. Use promo code DNVR. Don't listen to Superstar Dev. Listen to me. Superstar Dev did not hit his bets tonight. I hit my lock in the first quarter. This guy's Superstar Dev comes on to DNVR this season. I don't even know if he's like a Denver sports fan. The so guy true. just bets against the Nuggets so every true. single night. But I do my like job. Tonight, it costs them. I do my job and I do it pretty well. <laughs> because I, I win. I win. Tonight was not a winning day, and I really I'm sad if I let anybody down. But guess what? We have a professional gambler here. Yes, we yes, have yes. a professional. I'm just I'm fronting it. You, you gotta fake it until you make it. We have a real <laughs> professional here. I today. bet, and I have a little comedic aspect to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Over here we got the man with the wind in his hair. The Peloton Prince once again. He rides again. It's Harrison Wind. Why is it the Peloton Prince? What's what's up with that? Uh, I'm the only one in the company with the Peloton, I think. This yeah. guy right here is first team all Peloton, yeah, man. Big Peloton Adam looks guy. Looks like he's, he's big in Peloton shape. Is that Peloton? right? Yeah, you look, take looking that. firm. Nobody's yeah. ever said that. I'll take it. There. I'll take it. Uh, and then over here, you guys have no idea. <laughs> Arguably, the Nikola Jokic of professional gambling. Is that I don't a fair? Know about is that, that a fair no. comparable? Yes, it Way is too. Way too high. I mean, he's about to win the MVP. All right. So what are you? Give me your. I'm like the. I mean, the Jamal Murray, I mean, I'm injured. I'd take right. that. It's too high of expectations. <laughs> let, let, let me just say he's the only one on this panel that has won a million dollars gambling this week. This, <laughs> I'll go this with month. that. I'm good so, with that. So, uh, over here from Run Pure Sports, one of my good buddies, by the way. We grew up with this dude, but also an incredible sports gambler, Tony Niehaus. What's going on? I've watched this show many a times, talk trash. You guys never see my messages, though. Like, <laughs> I, I'll say no, stuff in him. there. I you see just him. ignore him? I just see That's him. how it is. You should actually take it up with Kale. He, yeah. he, he decides what... He decides what comments go on the show. I mean, so many times I say something and you just ignore me. Yeah, they're yeah. incoherent. Usually it's good things, too, like Jokic MVP. Yeah, that's oh, no that's love. That you know what? You got to direct it to me. I'm, I'm going to do they that They trash talk on. me, but I, I shout out my people, man. I have We have a good community in there, and I'm going to shout them out. So it's these guys that you have to worry about. <laughs> Harrison is too busy. He's too businesslike. So I give him credit. But D-Line, Volt, and Adam... Well, Adam, you have a job. You you, you have to. You can't. You I have know, a tough you, job, man. You can't do that. But so is D line, Kale, and 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 vote. So Tony's very good at sports gambling. The Denver Nuggets without Jamal Murray apparently very good at NBA basketball. Two for two now in this in this uh, post Jamal Murray era. And look, the Houston Rockets aren't very good. They might be tanking. 
they did, they were without a bunch of guys. But I'll tell you what, thirty-five to twenty-eight in the first quarter, thirty-four to twenty-one in the second quarter. There's winning against bad teams who are tanking, and then there is just absolutely running them off the court. Yeah. The Nuggets on this Friday night, they did this, the the latter. What was great about this win was it was just an absolute no doubter. It was a no this doubter. This was a no doubter from the first possession of the game. It felt like yeah. you knew the Nuggets were going to win tonight. After the first few minutes of this game, you knew it was going to be a blowout from the first few possessions of this game. And there was a lot of stuff that went right tonight. Nicole Jokic had a great night. Michael Porter Jr. had a great night. Jermichael Green, Paul Millsap. Everybody wants to fire Michael Malone for playing those two together. Hey, they've been pretty good yeah. these last couple games. They've been pretty good together these last couple games. So I, I think that it bench, was a no-doubter. I think that bench might be the story of tonight. But, Tony, I want to get your perspective first here. What is the story of tonight? Why did the Nuggets smack the heck out of Houston? Because Jokic is just better than anyone on the floor. I mean, he went 29-16-7 in in 27 minutes. Is that good? It's pretty good. You know what? When a player like Kevin Durant, they put this stat out the other day that Kevin Durant, since coming back, has 90 points in 90 minutes. And I'm like, that's pretty good if you score a point a minute. But if you score more than a point a minute and grab 16 rebounds and dish out seven assists and grab two steals, that's really good. I mean, he's just dominant, and I don't understand why that. You want to talk about gambling? He's still only like minus two twenty-five to win the MVP, and I just don't get it. Like he's gonna win. Yeah, you're preaching to the choir. Here. I mean, I just are we gonna get screwed or something? Like I know the national media is kind of against it right now. Are are they somehow just not gonna vote for him or something? There's no way, man. I'm telling you, you're right that this is the biggest deal. You know how the Lakers. Their lines are always like three points in their favor because there's yeah. so many Lakers fans that will always buy Lakers. It's the opposite for Jokic where he could be the front runner by a mile and every right. voter could come out and be like, I am voting for Jokic, and the line would still be minus 200 because they're just like, well, there's enough suckers out there that are like, I don't know if Jokic is actually good. Let's give it <laughs> these final 15 games to find out. Yeah, He's literally been easily the best player all year. Like It's just the facts. He's dominated and he's played every game. I don't. There's no way he doesn't win it. And the Nuggets have the easiest schedule the rest of the way, so they're not going to fall that's off. That's the thing. The only yeah. way he could not win it is if Denver was to slip to six or seven. Yeah. But that just seems like such. Uh, that just seems so unlikely because of the easy schedule, and we've yeah. seen over the last two win- two games they can just rack up wins. We got without su- Jamal Murray. We got the super chat here from our guy Gordon. Uh, first team all super chat. He says the Nuggets are bullies and Jokic is a beast. Strong agree. The Nuggets did yeah. bully tonight. They were they, they were bullies out on the court. Um, Dev, do you have a comment on Jokic? Because here's the thing I'll say about Jokic's game. He went 10 of 12 from the field. One of those was a miss that he rebounded and then scored very casually. You might even say an intentional miss. I'm not sure. So What was the other miss? Do we remember? I, we can't remember. We can't remember I'm what gonna it look was. It so if, if I can't remember the miss, I'm just going to say that it was the Michael Porter goaltend. I just have to say that, it. That's right. It, it might, has it to might be have been that. that. Because uh, we can't remember another miss. But, yeah, like, if I mean, if there's anything that you say about Jokic, it's just how consistent he's doing and, and just so easy. He goes out there every single night, and that was a night – I mean – I think we're saying it so often that like I really try not to say it, but it's so easy for him. It's like he's not even trying to do it. 29 points where he really doesn't miss at all. He grabs every bo- uh, rebound that comes his way, and it's not in the same way that everyone else does it. Everyone else, they just like, okay, we're going to give it to Jokic, let him pad his stats, you know, like Westbrook and all those other guys. But Jokic is doing it within the flow of like playing, and everybody else is still getting theirs. 
And he's like, okay, you guys can get yours, but also I'm going to get mine. And then he's out there. He, I think he toyed around tonight. Like, this was a night that Jokic was, like, deep in his bag. He's doing the no-look passes. He's like, hey, you guys think I'm that late bird? He does the no-look. <laughs> you know, like, so he did this to get back at RK. Exactly. Yeah. He wanted to show RK, <laughs> he made like, that pass you think that I'm not a good passer? You're crazy if you believe that. He, yeah. This was... This was like a like a, a fuck you game for for Jokic, where <laughs> right. he just really just proved it all. Like, I think it's just coming easier and easier for him. So Tony, we were talking downstairs, or maybe it was up here. I don't remember, but you know, you get Jamal Murray is obviously elevates the Nuggets to ceiling, and he elevates them in the playoffs. I'm not. People need to take this comment within context. It seems like, and we know this from the seven. We know this from a lot of games where the team is down, guys, and everybody's like. You step in Chanchar or, or Torrey Craig or whatever, and they rely even more on Jokic. I feel like that's where the team is right now. Without Murray, they're relying even more on, on Jokic. That's always a good thing. This is why I wanted to come on, though, because you guys are so down on the Nuggets. And I know the odds have gone down. Like, I bet them at 18-1. to 1. He doesn't think they could win, so he's definitely down. I'm telling you, Tony, is he's, he likes – he's from Denver. You know, now it's – he likes the Nuggets, but he likes money more than he likes anything. He's just – he's a very – he's a gambler. Uh, so, full sports. disclosure, I bet a lot of money on the Nuggets at 18-1, to 1, and I bet a bunch on Jokic MVP along the way. But the Nuggets are 45-1 to 1 now. Like, that's egregious. <laughs> that is way too high. Like, yeah, they probably won't win. and I mean, maybe they won't. But 45-1? to 1? I mean, they're not forty-five to one. They're way. They should be way lower. You like, can throw ten bucks on that. That you don't care about if it goes away. I just, hey, and might. this guy just won a million dollars on golf the other weekend. So I just, he knows what he's talking about. I don't understand it though. Like, who are we worried about? Seriously, you guys as Nuggets. Who are we worried about? Are we worried about LeBron's thirty-eight-year-old body? Like, yes, uh, a little bit. Yeah, a little, a little bit. bit. Jokic. If we play through Jokic, I think Jamal being out might secretly help us a little bit because everything's going to go through Jokic. <laughs> See, I told you, you guys were down on him i like keep hyping he's the up. biggest Actually, pessimist uh, like i listen to it all year like oh the nuggets they can't do it they can't do it and then you're down there chainsawing <laughs> chainsawing against the houston yeah. rockets keep, baby. The keep, keep going because 45 to 1 you're right is low it's but egregious like, but how high are how you how many on? teams are better than them right now so let's say it I think the Lakers, it? the Clippers. And Why are the Lakers for sure better though? Like because a they, healthy Lakers team. But they're not. That's how do we know caveat. they're healthy? That's the caveat, defensively, um, and they've got LeBron. And how do we guarantee health, though? Like, that's not well, we built into the odds. Why can't one, Why can't AD get hurt again? Or maybe he's he not could. fully healthy. He could. Well, well, what not fully what hurt. if they don't have AD? Then no, what not, do we rank? Not if fully I told healthy. you right now AD is not healthy, where would you put the Nuggets? Uh, uh, ahead Above of the Lakers. The Lakers yeah. Ahead of the Lakers. And then who are you worried about? Because the Clippers can't guard us because they yeah. can't guard Jokic. Yeah. So who are you worried about? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it says that Where do I go? I don't know. Uh, I know <laughs> it's so funny. Um, nuggets, I'm not worried about anyone in the West. I am worried about the Nuggets going up against quick guards. I mean, Donovan Mitchell, Denver last year couldn't didn't have an answer for him. I think they have fewer answers for him now. So that's that's one. Yeah, I mean Utah's solid. I think they're a better regular season team for sure than the playoffs. But I mean they're better than they were. Conley looks way better than he yep. did last year. I mean, they're good, but I mean, when are we going to have to play them? The second round after we beat yeah, the Lakers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys don't know Tony. He's not 
playing a role here. This is Tony, supremely confident in his bet. I'm, I'm screen peeking on Tony. He's I'm about a, to bet the Nuggets to, to 45 he, to 1 right he's now. He's about to lay a bet on the Nuggets to win the championship. <laughs> I really am. Tony's really I'm staring at it. We're real sitting here. He's on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. How much are you going to put on there? Like just, uh, I mean, I already have a really big bet, so I'm not going to probably put a ton more. But 45 to 1. If you don't have money on the Nuggets right now, bet them at 45 to 1. Like Just put a little bit of money on there, see what happens. Just roll the dice. So, um. You're really confident in them. Uh, in their I'm just ability. not. Well, I mean, I'm more worried about the teams from the East than I am the West. Well, I'm not worried about losing in the finals. Like, that's, well, that's what I mean. That's if you get to the finals, it's just fun. like I think we can win the West. I mean, they're only 14 to one to win the West, so that tells you kind of oh, where yeah. it, it's a little bit easier of a path in the West. That's wild. So they're 14 to one to win the West and 45 to one to win the. It was East literally the- 16 to one before Jamal, and like I thought that was high. Like I thought it should have been lower. And then it drops to forty-five to one. I know Jamal's awesome, but they play through Jamal or they play through Jokic now, which yeah. is a good thing. And, and and that's something I said right when Jamal Murray got hurt. Like the ball's still going to be popping. Yeah, the ball might even get popping more. Yeah, without Jamal Murray because Jamal Murray's an incredible player. I, I I don't think they can win a championship without him, but he stops the ball at times. Like, the ball sticks with Murray at times, and, like, that works out to Nuggets' advantage because the Jokic-Murray two-man game is so, so deadly, and it's an absolute weapon in the playoffs that the Nuggets don't have now. And I'm a little worried about the offense in the playoffs without the Jokic-Murray two-man game, but for right now, like, the offense is still going to be electric. The ball's going to get moving. The ball's going to get popping. The offense is going to miss a beat. The Jokic-Murray two-man game is one of the best – second parachutes you could possibly have. You know, like the first parachute doesn't work. Let's go to the second one. But it did swallow up the first parachute sometimes, which is just play through Jokic, cut, everybody do this, which is them at their best. And I think this is where me and you differ. Right now the team is relying so much on Jokic, and that is better than relying 10% less on Jokic and 10% more on Murray. The difference is when you shut everything else off, that Jokic-Murray two-man game is such a safety. It's like, yo, yep. our worst thing will go to this, and we're going to be pretty good. And that's what they don't have. So that's where I differ from Tony a little bit. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm glad that Harrison finally said it or just someone is out there saying it. Like, I really do think that while it looks different, I think that the Nuggets right now look better. Not not better without Jamal, but just like right now they're geared in a different way where they're passing the ball more where they're not having to like add a guy to the mix that's really good and really talented and and takes them to a different level. And in the playoffs, they're not going to be able to reach those exact same levels. But right now, it works because you have an unselfish player in Jokic that like wants the ball rotating. You have a really good talent in Michael Porter Jr. that shoots the hell out of the ball and he's just always you know in the right spots. And and then there's no one else. But so everybody else knows their job. Everybody else right. knows their role. So it's not holding the ball. It's not. Um, not like waiting late in the shot clock. It's not trying to right. add another so piece. So true. Everybody knowing exactly what they're supposed to do. So having that right now, I think that they're just like, this is fun. This is right. new. Let's try to figure out a way to keep this going. Plus, we have these chips on our shoulder. We're going to play the right way until somebody figures this out. And right now, I don't think they figured them out. Right. But like, let me be clear. The Nuggets with Jamal Murray have a incredibly higher playoff ceiling than they do right now. They're a much much, much better team with Jamal Murray than they are right now. But offensively, it's just a more joyful brand of basketball, I think. Can I say, Tony, I'm I'm looking at the comments here in between. 
They love you, man. <laughs> they, 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 yeah, they want you. They want you to replace me. I think like they're, they're ready. Tony's bringing some positive vibes. That's because you're so pessimistic. Like you've always been that way. You, you can't even help yourself. Tony knows me. Like yeah. for real, knows me. So he could talk shit to me. Like other people don't feel comfortable. He's all right. All right. I'm too pessimistic, huh? All right. Let's. You've hear always it. been that way, though. That's just. All right. What do we got? Oh. oh, can we get to this in segment two? Because I want to talk about the bench. That's a whole segment. That's a great question. Is he back I think in it's the one of the the questions the of today club. in the club. club. Meaning, yeah. is he is, is he back he there? In, like in the circle of we, trust. We, we, circle of trust. You yeah. are now he in was the club. Out, he You're was out the of the club. Tony's in the club. <laughs> You're in the club. <laughs> Tony kicked That's me out of the club. He came in and he kicked me out. And I'm like out in the corner. <laughs> I'm in the alley calling people. Nobody answered. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. I don't know what just happened. Um, Tony, do you worry, though, like what we're saying, that, hey, Denver might have a better first option now or as good or whatever, but the second, third, fourth option. So I don't think you guys are factoring in the wild card. MPJ Ooh, might be go. way better than Jamal Murray. <laughs> <laughs> like He's so spicy tonight. Let's do it. It's just the facts, though. Like <laughs> His upside, do any of you guys, <laughs> this is the truth, though, do any of you think he doesn't have a higher ceiling than Jamal Murray? Higher ceiling. I, I agree. So why higher can't ceiling. it be now? We've actually talked about this on the show before. I think He's we're got all a higher agreement. ceiling maybe than Jokic, because as crazy Jamal, as that sounds. Uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe not. I love Jokic. That's probably pushing uh, it, but like the point is, Larry Bird and Steph Curry or something, you know, it's like, okay, how do you weigh The him, point but, is, yeah. his ceiling is as high as anybody. Like, it's just high. Yeah. The thing about Michael Porter is nobody can block his shot. He can shoot it whenever he wants. He makes at least half. Actually, a little bit more than half. And when he takes only good ones, he's, he's great. offense, like, no matter what. You're talking about the times maybe they go through a drought. He can get you a bucket whenever you want it. Can he get there, though? I mean, this is a short period of time for him to go from. This forces him to do it. Maybe he wouldn't yeah. have had to do this if Jamal was still in there. Here's what's funny about Michael Porter. It's been a three-year process. One year was a red a redshirt year. One year was the, like, hey, you're on the bench, and we don't know why. Like, that was the be worst playing. year ever. That was God, your it was least painful. Fan. Tony would text me at least oh. four times a week to say, what the <laughs> hell? Why it. didn't he play tonight? Uh, you had that year, and then you have this year where it's the same thing. He, over that course... I think was broken by Malone, not broken in a bad way, but broken as in a, hey, this is a team, fit in, do whatever. And it's funny because all of a sudden it's like, hey, we don't need you to fit in anymore. We actually need you to do the thing yeah. you wanted to do before that we told you not to. Now we need you to do that. We need you to score 25 a night. And guess what? He only scored 21 tonight in large part because it was a blowout. Right. And I think he's built for it. Like, I really do. I, I think he's got the makeup and the mindset and just – the professionalism also to take on more of an expanded role, more responsibility on his shoulders and just own it. Like, I think he wants that challenge. I really do. I think he thinks he's better than Jokic. Like, I don't think he does. <laughs> I don't think he does. Deep down, like, I think he just I don't thinks think he's the You don't think so? No. I think he used to. I think he has a healthy, he I think he has a extremely healthy respect yeah. for Jokic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really think that he used to think that. And I think he like, thinks he's a better bucket getter, which is probably yeah. true. Um, yeah. But I think that there was like a time that he's just like, you know what, he's he's a lot better than what you like think, <laughs> and he's also smarter than what you think, athletic, he just, he yeah. knows where to be on the floor, and that's something that he's like starting to now learn, um, and it's not that Jokic is like a, like a super vet out there or anything like that, like he's had to adapt to the NBA speed and game and, and Americanized like type of feel. Uh, but I just think that he understands, like, it's different when you're really in the trenches and you're really here. He really is a consistent player every single yeah, night, and that's yep. what I strive to be. Um, so I think that while he used to think that, I think that there's, a like, a newfound respect. And, like, like I, I know that this guy makes me better. I think he knows that Jokic is better than him, but he doesn't know why. 
He's just yeah. like, I know this guy's better, and I can't. Yeah. I'm trying to figure it out. Because you look at it tonight. Michael Porter gets 21 points on 13 shots. That's insane efficiency. Great efficiency for That's like what he does every it's night. It's been that way all year. It's <laughs> yeah. actually average efficiency. Actually, for, for his whole career. But here's what's crazy. I'll bet he's feeling great. He goes home or he goes into the locker room. He picks up the box score because every player does. They look at the box score when they get home to like when they're feeling good. And he goes, oh, wow, Jokic had more points than I did tonight on fewer shots and fewer minutes. And he's like, I know I was cooking. Like this guy must have been really cooking. So I think he has a healthy appreciation for Jokic. Um, I I think he does. But I've got to think a part of him's like, all right, I've been – you know, tailoring my game to fit around Nicole and Jamal for these last couple of years. Now I get the opportunity to spread my wings a little. And, like, I've applauded him for really just finding the right balance of his offensive game next to those two. But I've just got to think he's got to be so hyped up to get this opportunity now. He's got to be just so excited for this I think Michael Porter's a much better dude than people give him credit for. Like, I don't think by – and I know you're not saying this. I don't think he was by any means rooting for a Murray injury. Oh, or yeah. Aaron. Not at all. Like, I think he had honestly gone through an enormous personal reflection to accept being the third guy on a team where in most situations he would have been drafted to be the number one guy from day one. I think it yeah. took a lot for him to get there. But to your point, I do think he looks at this and goes, I was born for this. Exactly. I was born to be a number one. And here I have an opportunity, even if it's a number two. Jokic treats him like a number but, but one. But it's like, really Jokic, like a number one. Jokic yeah. is like, hey, man, I'm gonna. you need to score a bunch of points, so I'm going to yeah. try to find you. And, and and that's what's so interesting. Tonight, you know, it looked great. This is two games in a row where the Nuggets, I mean, look, they weren't great competition. This is very important to say. We're, we're, we're going to see how they get tested in close games. What do they go to in a, in a fourth quarter of a very tight game? Those are huge, huge questions because – playoffs there's very few blowouts in the playoffs it's mostly close games yeah. and we're gonna see but we have seen that the nuggets with aaron gordon who by the way only took six shots again tonight you know they look pretty phenomenal and, and they got the rockets i thought they were bad coming into tonight but <laughs> just like from the metrics their defensive ratings terrible They're, there's not a good team on paper but from the eye test they were extra bad so i thought that they, they were, were really bad going bad. into the game and then I watched the game, and they're bad. Yeah, I realized <laughs> that they are actually bad. <laughs> it's like the worst assortment of of players ever created together. <laughs> you like it's just random guys that they picked. They're like Kelly Olynyk, DJ Wilson. Let's throw in Avery Bradley here. Like Jay yeah. Sean Tate, John Wall. Let's just give them somebody. Like it's just a lot of random guys out there that are just really bad. Like I don't understand. I, I really don't understand. Are you talking that. about Nuggets legend Jay Sean Tate? That same Jay Sean Tate that, that, that wore that Nuggets jersey uh, for that uh, summer league. Yeah. He, Jay Sean Tate, he's kind of like thinned out because that was one of the things I remember about him back in the day. Was I was like, this is not a basketball player. This is a linebacker, man. He was like way too big well, to be a basketball Well, he's the guy player. that um, – Too jacked. He's wait, like a, had to stop wait. working out. They're like, hey, bro, stop working Who's out. shoulder <laughs> did Jay, Jay Sean Tate hurt? Was it Jamichael Green? This happened? I don't remember It this. was earlier this season. Or was it Monte? Oh, so, some Nuggets player. It's like so, two very different players. I don't know how you mix those. Jay Sean Tate just trucked <laughs> the Nuggets player earlier this season, and that guy was out like with the shoulder injury. So you said you think Michael Porter could be better than Jokic, Tony. I want to hear you. De- I want to hear what you think, Michael Porter <laughs> I mean, Senior. Uh, 
I think he's got senior. So, I mean, <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. He is. Uh, by the way, Tony just went on this whole thing about Jokic being the clear-cut MVP. So it's not like he thinks Jokic isn't great. I, we've been on Jokic for the last however long, five years since I mean, seven was, years for me, bro. I, I'm first team I was all Jokic. With, yeah, I was with you in the beginning, but and we were mad at Malone for the same thing, Porter Jr. That's he true. wasn't playing Jokic at the beginning for the same reason. Do you forgive him for this? Do you think there's a no, method I've, to this? I method? still don't like Malone. At all. <laughs> I really don't like Malone at all. But he texts me this all the time. I mean, it's at least. You, guys, you have winner shots sitting in front of you that you just haven't taken. Dude, I gotta take these at the end because I'm already coming in hot, bro. Like it's a Friday <laughs> night at the bar. I'm hot. I'm, I'm already sore. I'm on whatever. For, I'm, I'm on whatever you, know you guys want to do. <laughs> Everything. Hey, we don't have one for Tony. Does Tony have one? Tony needs one. Nah, man, we can't have our guests in here not are. taking a shot. Oh, they're good. They're like fruit he said, punch. Oh, they're good. They're they're like fruit punch. Oh, there it is. Okay. Fruit fruit punch. Like mixed fruit with punch. It. All right, Tony. We'll leave in, in anticipation of what you're about to say about Michael Porter's ceiling here. But first, we'll take a little shot. Okay. I got to work around the mic here to the Jokic uh, MVP. No, Givelli. Okay. Givelli. No, 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 no. Givelli. What in the world is Givelli? Givelli. Givelli. I heard it was more like Borat, how he says it, like Jean-Cui or whatever. Givelli. Givelli. Maybe I'm wrong. That's that's French, actually. Yeah, that's French. All right. I wouldn't know that. Before we get back to the show, guys, head to manscaped.com right now. Manscaped.com. Use the code DNVR. You guys can get 20% off your purchase for manscape this is an exclusive offer for dnvr podcast listeners again use code dnvr at manscape.com get 20 percent off your purchase i would recommend checking out the perfect package or a performance package you also get two free gifts with those packages you get that shed travel bag 39 dollars value you also get manscape's patented reduced chafing boxers so those are really awesome you can get those in that package as well so get 20% off plus free shipping with the code DNVR at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com when you use the code DNVR. Also, guys, when it comes to insurance, car and home insurance, don't we deserve better? I feel like we're constantly just getting price gouged with insurance. I feel like I, I am at least. Head to Gabby.com. Gabby stands for Get a Better Insurance. It's totally free. There's no obligation. You don't get robocalls. What you do is you enter in your car and home insurance info, and they'll run your numbers against 40 of the top providers like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers. And what they'll tell you is where you can be saving money. If you switch to this, you'll save X amount of money on your your car insurance. If you switch to this, you'll save X amount of money on your home insurance. Gabby customers save $961 per year on average. And also, like I said, they'll never sell your info, so no annoying spam or robocalls. A lot of us at DNVR are using Gabby, and a lot of us are saving hundreds of dollars yearly on our insurance. So put your policy to the test like we did. Get a better insurance with Gabby. It's totally free to check out. There's no obligation. Go to Gabby.com slash DNVR. That's Gabby.com slash DNVR. Gabby.com slash DNVR to get started. Also, guys, let's hit a DraftKings pick of the week. This week, my DraftKings pick of the week, I'm going NBA. I'm going Saturday night action. I like the Warriors over the Celtics tonight. The Warriors are an underdog, so plus 130 here. You guys know I'm a Boston hater. You know I'm not a believer. They've got two sidekicks in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I like the Warriors. I like the way Steph Curry's playing right now. That's my DraftKings pick of the week. The Warriors over the Celtics tonight, Saturday night. Warriors are plus 130, so nice value there. Yo, usually those winner shots are like 
a quarter oh, shot. A winner shot. That one right there. Like if, it, if they lose, do you have to take like a nasty shot? <laughs> That's what we should bring yeah. that to the bar. Just Whatever rock the for everyone. Is, yeah. You got to take it down. All right, Michael Porter ceiling, Tony. I mean, I think it's as high as top tier player, like all star. I mean, well, of course, all star. Yeah, I mean, all the way up there. Like, I don't. I mean, what do you want? Like, what comparison? So like, people compare him to Kevin Durant, and I don't think he has the handle. He's not as dynamic. Though. But I do think his shot might be better in a weird way. Like, I K- mean, KD, statistically, it is. Well, KD can hit that mid range, and he can get to those spots easier than Michael. Michael Porter sometimes like tries moves and they don't work, and then he just jumps and he shoots doesn't have and, a deep bag. He doesn't. Yeah. His as bag, the kids say, very very shallow. Streets bag. are talking. Yeah, as the kids say. <laughs> What's his ceiling though? I mean, I think it's uh, Kevin Durant light. I don't think he can be that good, but I think it's a step under Kevin Durant. I mean, Durant in his early days, OKC, he was similar to, to Porter. I mean, really, I remember arguing with people really early that he would be better than Melo. Like people didn't think he would be better than Melo. Like lots of people that no who though. KD or, yeah, or MBJ? Yeah, okay. KD, yeah. Like the, they didn't think KD would be better than Melo, and then KD obviously took off and, and crushed. But I, didn't he like lead like the NBA in scoring like with Seattle, like when he was still out there? People yeah. thought he was too skinny though, and yeah. people yeah, he couldn't bench press one was the, rep it was in the, the combine. Bench press thing. Everybody, everybody was out. big on that for whatever yeah, reason. Point. Yeah. They act like yeah. he was just like too weak to shoot a basketball. Do you even bench, bro? Yeah, like come on, he's seven Who cares feet. He's seven I always feet. He's forty percent volume three point shooter. He's yeah. good. Like. He he still doesn't bench that much, honestly. Know, right. Dude, his like, arms are so long. I'm telling you, like all your best bench press guys back in the day, like high school or whatever, it's always little linebackers that were yeah, like, just how many got them? One, two, three, four, five. Oh, you could yeah. like, of course, the tall, skinny guys like us were like, fuck, dude, this is the hardest shit, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think it's physics. I'm not sure. Um, so you think he's? You I mean, just I think better than Jokic and Jokic I mean, is the MVP. I, I love Jokic. Yeah, I probably. It's just a different ceiling, though. Like. I think he's just different than Jokic. Jokic is all around. Jokic is Jason Kidd. I mean, way better than that. But all around game, Porter's just a scorer. Just a all. And I think yeah. he can be a good defender though too. Right. Even though he gets lost a lot, his length. You can't teach length. He can alter shots like KD can. If Jokic gets lost, he cannot make up for it. If if MPJ gets lost, he can absolutely because of his physical tools or whatever. It's funny. Like I I kind of agree with you that. Like, on paper, you would think Porter has just a higher offensive individual scoring ceiling than Nikola Jokic. But Jokic is averaging, averaging 26 a game <laughs> this totally year. Just totally crushing. <laughs> He's just averaging 26 a game this year. And he was averaging 27 at one point. Like, could Porter yeah. average 27? Probably in the yeah. right situation. But not sure. with 10 dimes and 10 boards with it, though, Exactly, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What yeah. do you think, Dev? Michael Porter Jr. ceiling, where, where, where is it? Nugget ceiling, I should say. You know, next next couple years or even this year. I think that Durant is just too high, like of a like a ceiling for him because Durant is he's incredible. He really is incredible. I but think I Durant think- effed up his legacy, man. Durant should be a top ten, no questions asked player, and he might be from a skill standpoint. But how the right. hell are we ever going to know? Everything got altered when they blew that freaking series against the Warriors. So just exactly. close that thing out, People and everything's under, different. The existential part of basketball, the mental part, the this part, like it gets so undersold. You go from like melting down against the Warriors up three one <sighs> to joining them and smacking everybody, and it's like I don't know, man. I don't know how to evaluate him because on paper, like I look at the tools and I'm like. Top ten player ever, and I'm probably gonna rank him higher than most people would. What's this? Tony, the people buy you a shot of Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> <Rockia. laughs> I don't even know what that means, Rocky. Rockia, that's Serbian uh, Serbian liquor. Let's see you take. You have to take it though. I mean, tell the people Jivali. 
Shoo. Jeevily. <laughs> Jeevily. I'm getting all, I'm getting he jacked is so up pissed the, to have to take this right now. I mean, now. I'm not big on the shots, but I'll do it for the crown. You do it for yeah. the people. Just for the people. Ooh. Oh, all for <laughs> the people. Yeah, that oh. was a stiffy. Yeah, it, it's it's not. Is fun. it is it is it as good as you thought it would be? It burned a little bit. That yeah. should be the loser shot when you lose. <laughs> yeah. you take That's what I've been saying. Yeah, that was a burner. Actually, I don't yeah. want to take a shot for yeah. losing. Actually, the Serbians Ooh. are just gonna jump us when we get to Serbia. We we think they love us. They really hate us. They're just waiting to beat our ass. <laughs> oh yeah, they don't like me. But I'm part of them. But also, <laughs> he's back, part to, back to what I was saying with Kevin Durant. Like, I don't think he could reach that like type of ceiling. But also, I think that he could be like a Carmelo Anthony type of feel, like a guy that just can score the hell out of the basketball and, and change. Like, you can't really like make the Nuggets like bigger than what they are because Jokic is the guy. But he's a player that they could go through and feel comfortable with. Every time you give him the ball, you know that he's going to score the basketball. He's also a guy that can rebound in bunches. And also, I think he's a really capable defender. And that's what separates him from the Carmelo is everybody wanted Carmelo to be a defender also with with the scoring. But it was also the fact that Carmelo had to take on so much every single night that you can't do it on both sides. Michael Porter Jr. has the opportunity to do it on both sides because Jokic is their best player. So he could be a more complete player than, than Carmelo, who's arguably the second best nugget of all time because I think Jokic is number one now. <laughs> <laughs> Jokic is number one. I, yeah. I'm so with him. You He's think? One. I, I, I mean, <laughs> Melo was a really good nugget, though. Don't cut Melo short. The, Melo was, he like, was a really right. good nugget. Melo he was, was great. He was great. He was great. I love that team. That that Melo team. What's that your went favorite the, Nuggets team? I love that team. I mean, oh, I, 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 I like the Jokic teams the best, but I, I like those teams. I mean, when they played the Lakers in, in the fi- the Western Finals, they were good. I mean, was Kmart was on the team? I've always loved Kmart. I mean, we don't need to go down this alley. We can talk about this tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the bench here. I know Argentina stayed up extra late for this, and we appreciate it. Um, you know, the bench unit, the last couple games has looked competent, and I have a theory why. You add Michael Porter to that lineup, all of a sudden it looks incredible. I don't think it's a coincidence that Michael Porter tonight was a team-high plus 22 because mm. you put him with the starters, elevates him. Put him with the bench, elevates him. Like, do they – do they strike a balance, do you think, mixing Porter in with that second unit? And what do you think about the bench's recent success? I think that definitely has something to do with it because he's playing the Jamal Murray role now. Yep. Jamal Murray was um, getting staggered with that bench unit for a while before he went down. Now Porter's stepping in, and that gives the bench unit more of a defined pecking order because something that was an issue with this second unit is, like, nobody knew what their roles really were. Right. They're just passing around, working the ball, and then at the end of the shot clock, the ball winds up in Jamichael Green's hands or the ball winds up in you know P.J. Dozier's hands and you just got to make something with nothing. Now that you've got that clear number one option out there, there's more of a defined pecking order. So I totally agree. Porter being with the bench unit, it's, it's made that group a lot better for sure. Uh, Harrison talked about him playing the, the, the Jamal Murray role. But I think yep. it's more so than playing the Jamal Murray role. I think that's the, the fact that Jamar, Jamal Murray has to have the ball in his hands to be effective with that group. Michael Porter Jr. doesn't. So it lets people be in their natural positions. You like you have Faku, who's supposed to be the, the primary ball handler. Now he's in his natural position. Now you have P.J. Yeah. Dozier playing off of the ball. And he also knows he's not the top scorer in that unit. He's not the guy that has to get the guy, like the, the plays um, generated or anything. Like You don't have to get the offense going because yeah. you have this really good talent in Michael Porter Jr. that could score what he wants. But he also, like, 
Michael Porter Jr., has, he's known what it's looked like to be in the doghouse. So he knows that he has to make the right play, and he's not out there just taking like shots and things like that. When you put Jamal Murray in that spot, he has the ball at all times. We know he's the one that has to shoot. Also, he knows that he has to defer to Nikola Jokic at a lot of the times. So now you're not having to defer to a guy that is deferring all of the time. So when Jamal Murray's in the second unit, he's taking all the shots. When Michael Porter Jr. is in the second unit, he's just playing basketball, and if he gets the ball open, he's going to score. So I think that is just like the comfortability like with everybody of knowing this is what I'm supposed to do and the vibes are immaculate. <laughs> <laughs> I only say that because people that Oso Blanco was, was talking about it, and it's true, man. The vibes were, were definitely immaculate tonight. I agree with this, though. I think Faku is a guy that is a great player but is a little dependent. I said this earlier. You need to build the right lineup around him, and Denver early on didn't have that. I mean, the mini lads lineup is not like – if you said, hey, Faku, how does he succeed? Give him three tiny guys. Just give him three tiny yeah, guards. Put him with two other point guards. Zero athletic front <laughs> court players, want. and let's see what happens. And now you give him a Michael Porter who can really stretch the court. You give him a Jamichael Green and Paul Millsap who would who add to that so you have some good spacing. He looks great. Yeah. I don't think it's a coincidence he was a plus 17 tonight. I mean, another thing with Faku, like we can't overlook this. He's hitting threes now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. You're right. His last four games, three of three against Boston, two of two against the Warriors, two of four against the Miami Heat. Two of four tonight. Dude, he's like he's like Lonzo Ball, where I tell people like, "Hey, look at the numbers, man. He's a good three point shooter." And they're like, "Yeah, he's not." And I feel the same <laughs> way about Faku, where I'm like, "Look at it, man. He's been, you know, he's eight yeah. of his last seventeen. And you're like, yeah, but all of them looked lucky, right, right. But I mean, he's open every single time. Down That's the what floor. I was gonna say. Like, it's easy. He's wide open. <laughs> he's wide open. They're gonna man. double off him. It's he's the widest gonna... open threes in the league. Those are honesty yeah, threes. Like, he's gonna honest. make those. Yeah. He's a veteran too. I know it's his first year here, but the dude is hooped for a long time. What's your Faku take? I like him. I think he's going to be on the floor. Dude, in Tony's pandering over here. Look at this guy over here. He's trying to. Like, yeah. he's, Tony's trying, trying to, Tony's trying to get everybody. back on the show you know, uh, <laughs> next week. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, it, it's just how it is. All right. So honestly, you like Faku? Did you like him oh, two weeks ago? I liked him when the season started. I liked him. I've never not liked him. Yeah, you guys just said it best when he's on the floor with. Monte Morris and Will Barton and guys like that, like, sure, he's going to suck. Yeah, yeah. When he's in there with Jokic and MPJ and guys like that, though, he's going to look good because he's going to get wide open shots. And you know what he's going to do? He's going to defend, which, I mean, he might not be an amazing defender because he's little, but he's going to play his ass but, off, but, which is yeah. key. And there was a time tonight when he got John Wall pissed. Yeah. Yes. He got John Wall pissed, Dude, man. I think yeah. Yeah. Faku might be the least – liked player in the league right Which now. Which is I mean, a good thing. Pat I like he's that. a Pat Beverly. He's a Marcus yeah. Smart. Like, he's in everybody's head. Steph Curry the other night talking mad shit to him, but the numbers, Steph Curry actually struggled. Absolutely. That's why he talked shit because it was like he was so frustrated he wanted people to think he wasn't. He's so frustrated by this dude, this, like, five-seven <laughs> guy who – he has no idea who this guy is. Yeah. Like, who is this Faku Kimbasso guy? How yeah. old is this dude? Seriously. 29, Faku I think. 29, 30, I, think. 29. I knew he was he older, but now? yeah. I mean, yeah. that helps, though. He's not scared of Curry. He's oh, not scared yeah. of Wall. That, that's my thing. When, dude, when we were doing that clutch meter the other night on the pregame show, like, I trust Faku in big games, in big moments, because he's been there before. He's played yeah. in gold medal games. He's played yeah. in world championship games before. He's he, not going to be scared even in the right. finals. Like, he ain't going to be scared. 30. Yeah. Um, it's so funny when I'm like, wow, he's old, 37 yeah. years younger than just me. I'm like, he's first year. Yeah. I mean, he's older. You guys watch, I've been watching this week Ted Lasso. Delightful. 
Absolutely delightful show, man. It's I'm delightful. Telling, it is. It's a delightful show. It's like a great watch. I'm not. I don't like Happy Go Lucky or this one pulls it off. But there's a player in there. For people that are watching at home, which is maybe like six people. Um, there's like a South American soccer player who's just like nothing but positive vibes. And Fokker <laughs> reminds me of that. Yeah, coach. Basketball is life. Like, yeah, let's go. Like everything he's just so excited for. Uh, nobody got that joke on the panel, so that one really, <laughs> really, really bombed here. Um, who else from the bench stood out, Dev? <laughs> On this, I, I feel like this was a big game for like really everyone. I really I think that Paul Millsap came in and did what he want, what he, what he had to do, and also like Malone had talked about Millsap just coming in at at random times, um, and also like not being a guy that's going to play too much. But this is a night that you feel I feel like he just like wanted to prove like that he's still a part of the rotation, even though he doesn't play those huge minutes. He wants to like impact the game. In different ways, and he did. He had ten rebounds in this game tonight. Like he he kept like re, like the ball alive. He gave his team extra points. I think Millsap was a, a big guy that stood out. You already know what you're going to get with PJ Dozier. He's going to shoot the ball every single time. Started out really really rough in the game, but it started to like calm down for him, slow down a bit, and and he got into it. He has 14 shots in the game, and he only has 11 points. But he also has a plus PJ Dozier took the most shots out of anyone on the Nuggets tonight. That's, a, that's incredible. 14. Well, wow. to think. But then he MVP also has a, MVP J. He also has a plus 21, which is like second most out of all of them. It Nuggets was a players. classic Dozier. Like if a guy's giving his all and things are not going bad when he's taking his shots, I think that Dozier has like found a way to like not be the guy. Like you want to nah, say he's I'm a gunner. I'm not ready to say it. But you want to say no, I'm saying you, you want to say he's a gunner, but you're not the guy that's thinking he's the one that's trying to shoot us out of the games. Because he's not shooting them when they're, like, close in the games or anything like that. Yeah. He does it when they're up big. He understands, the like, the situation and, like, the time for it. So I think that those two as well. Also, like, you have you have Jermichael Green who's out here, like, playing hard and giving his all. Like, that was a big game for, like, the, the bench unit. They, they outplayed the Rockets so much that it, like, literally won them the game. Yeah. So, like, there's not just guys that stood out. Stood out. The second unit itself stood out completely. Before we get back to the show, guys, basketball teams are entering the final month of the regular season as they gear up for the playoffs. While some teams are locked to make the playoffs, others are still fighting for their opportunity to chase the Larry O'Brien this summer. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of the action with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. Get $100 in free bets just with this offer from DraftKings. All you have to do is pick any basketball team to win their next game, and if during that game of your choosing, that team hits a three, you bring home $100 in free bets. So this is a free $100 in free bets. Every team in the league has hit a three in a game this season. I'm pretty certain. I'm not looking that up, but I'm pretty certain. So make sure to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free bets if the basketball team of your choosing hits a three. That's code DNVR to turn $1 into $100 in free bets for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And while we're here, if you haven't tried Hassle Cattle Company and you're in Denver, you're in luck because we're getting Wagyu beef at the DNVR bar. Yes. Our hamburgers at the DNVR bar will now come with Wagyu beef. But if you're not in Denver, you can get Wagyu from Hassle Cattle Company delivered to you at HassleCattleCompany.com. You can get 10% off your delivery with the code DNVR10. 
Also, any orders over $200, you will receive free shipping. So check them out today, HassleCattleCompany.com. They got everything that you could want when it comes to Wagyu beef, smoked sausage, New York strip, jerky. They, they got it all. So check them out, Wagyu from Hassle Cattle Company. You can get 10% off with the code DNVR10. And if you want one of those really sweet Jokic for MVP shirts, head to JokicForMVP.com and help out the Colorado Hawks. They are an organization in Denver helping kids play basketball and other sports at really high levels here in Colorado and in the Denver area. They've never turned away a kid for cost either. So they help out the community and this is a way to help them out. They've got a lot of alumni playing in college. So these guys are legit and they made this awesome shirt, JokicForMVP.com. It's comfortable, it's lightweight, short sleeve or long sleeve, white or gray. You can get it at JokicForMVP.com. You can help out the Colorado Hawks, an awesome Denver organization by doing it. Harrison, give your, your dozer take because you have a good one. Just it's very polarizing. <laughs> I mean, I really like the idea of P.J. Dozier. Sure. But in reality, he's just the guy who right now plays two outside of his role. I mean, he just does. Tonight, like, yeah. he's MVP P.J. He thinks when he's on the court, I get the sense that he thinks he's, like, the number one option every time out there. And, you know, like, when he talks in the in the media and, like, when he talks in the Zooms, he says all the right things. Like, I got to send my guys up. I got to be a playmaker. We got a lot of talent on this team, but it doesn't always translate to the games. Against Miami, I thought he was great. Like, I thought he was great, but tonight, it just seemed like he was trying to do too much. But he was a plus 21, and here's my here's where I thought you were going to go with this. is It seems like PJ's either a plus 21 or a negative 21. Oh, sure. Like, yeah. he really does have the wildest swings, and I think he is a little bit of, a, of two players. He's MVPJ, meaning he just thinks he's the best player on the court, or sometimes he's PJ Composure. And he actually is like a really huge... It's been a while since we've said PJ composure, I feel like. What's, yeah, your, what's your PJ good. take, Tony? It's been a while. Much. I mean, I'll tell you one thing. They wouldn't have won the Utah series last year without That's PJ Dozier. That's a great Dozier. point. great like, point. He came up clutch. Yep. When their season one was game. on the line... But it was the game was that changed... Was it game five? It was the game that if they lost, think, they yeah. were done. They were, they were done. And he came through in a huge way when he had no minutes really before that. The I'm biggest cojones in that one was he comes in, saves the series. Yeah. Malone and then he doesn't play doesn't the next play. game. Malone's like, yeah, well, you did your job. I can't handle it. Like, that drives me nuts. <laughs> and then he was right back to Gary Harris, Gary Harris, yeah. Gary Harris. Oh, I'm so happy they traded But I mean, Gary in Harris. that game, so in that game, P.J. Dozier plays 20 minutes. The Utah I'm looking game? at the box score right now. The he Utah played, game? Yeah, the Utah game. Plays 20 minutes, takes one shot. It's was, insane. It he is was crazy, one on one man. in that game. He was amazing and, in that game. And he was a plus twenty one, yeah. <laughs> the best plus minus on the roster. He was making all the loose ball plays. He oh, was amazing in that game. He can't shoot though. Right. Tony, what? What, what, Tony, what super chat here? Somebody what? paid us. How do somebody I see paid it? us seven dollars to ask this question. Tony, what you <laughs> think about MPJ comp? T Mac meets Richard Lewis. Wow. I mean, that's actually a decent. I mean, I liked Richard Lewis. What he, part he of, got what buckets. What part of T-Mac does he have, though? I mean, they're similar. What? Just a wing guy that can score from the <laughs> perimeter. Height? Well, just high release. High release. That's what it is. High it's release. the shot. It's the yeah. high release. And they they're just, somewhat they're similar. They're really a bucket. Similar, yeah. similar nicknames, like taking their T-Mac, actual name MPJ. into their nickname. Yeah. T-Mac yeah. was incredible. <laughs> like, people don't remember how good he was. 
Oh, it was really good. T Mac and Kobe was a real discussion. That and was actually that. I'm not even kidding. I was Team T Mac. I was Team T Mac too. I'll Kobe be, was yeah. my favorite player, but I was like, I think T Mac. How are you a Kobe guy, dude? Footwork. Have you question. seen my footwork, Tony? You like guys that shoot 35 times for I like, 28 I like guys points? Whose footwork was carved oh. from thousands of hours. I would have never Tell guessed. Tell about this. the footwork, Kobe. Uh, I mean, you, the truth is, Adam has the best footwork I've ever seen. He's incredible in the post. Ever seen. Incredible in the post. Ever. Ever. I mean, it's, it's about to get really weird. I mean, it, it's a, looks a little work, bit baby. like I'm Yoki. Yeah, I love footwork. Work. Kobe had, like, the best footwork ever. Yeah, I mean, but he would shoot it 43 times for he 27 he points. He wasn't a very good decision maker. Uh, like, <laughs> he wasn't always a great decision maker. I mean, but he used great footwork to get to those bad decisions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. if you say so. Um, all right, should we wrap up with a little bit of hot box and hot takes? We didn't even talk about Is that. Not what we've been doing. No, we kind of <laughs> we kind of have, but let's let's keep going. Um, we didn't even talk about Aaron Gordon tonight, and I gotta say, Aaron Gordon. Tony and I were talking about this earlier too. My favorite type of player, because who else can be on a roll? They've now won eight of ten since getting him. Who could be on a roll like this and just be like, yeah, guys. Uh, Murray's out. I'm still going to take only six shots because Ugh. I know what my role is. And no. I can't tell you what Aaron Gordon feels about this team. I can only tell you what he does, stays in his lane, and executes his role at an elite level. I think that he's in a perfect situation for not only the Nuggets, but for himself, where he's like, I'm learning the game of basketball in a way that I have never been able to learn it. But I think he also sort of knows. Like He's, he's also – he's a – he took the LSAT, aced it. Now he's in law school. You yeah, know? like, but also like I'm also around guys that like know how to play the game of basketball and make sure that I'm like in a good spot. Nobody has said anything negative about Aaron Gordon, and it's not like he's out here giving them 15, 20 points or anything like that. Like he's playing within the flow of the offense. He's not having to score too much. He's not having to shoot too much. He's not having to do too much, and he still is getting all of the credit that he wants. So. I think that he's really happy with the spot that he's in, and he's just like, let's just ride it out and see how this goes. And we're we're picking up wins, and I haven't went won like this in a long time, like ever really. I haven't won like this, so I think that he's in a perfect spot for himself. 22 minutes tonight, Harrison. I know he's been a little bit injured. Malone referenced that in the pregame. Yeah. That you know, trying to buy him some rest. They did that tonight. Do you think he's content with six shots, 22 minutes right now when you win by 20? I think right now he is. Right now he is because he's coming from the Eastern Conference and now he's playing real basketball for like the first time in his career. I, I know the Magic made the playoffs a couple times, but like, let's be real. He's coming from the Eastern Conference to the Western Conference. It's totally different. The brand of basketball, the talent you're playing with and against on a nightly basis. So I think he's cool with it now. And I think he'll be cool with it, you know, going into next season. Yeah. Beyond that. I think there's a chance he's cool with it for his next contract. I, I think there is a really good chance, you know, Denver, we'll see what they do in the playoffs this year. We'll see what they do in the playoffs next year. I, I think there's a chance he's, he's cool with it for, you know, the next stage of his career. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he, he's playing real basketball now. Tony, let me give you a take. There are guys that have to, like, you sacrifice points to be on a great team and your value drops. But then there's the Trevor Ariza's of the world where it's like you sacrifice to do all the right things and people yeah. are like, you know what? He's a great role player. He's worth Andre Iguodala. He's worth all this money. And I think Aaron Gordon might actually find himself in that point where it's like at the end, he becomes a free agent. And it's like, what's he averaging? 
12 points, six rebounds, two assists. Like, dude, these numbers but are now, good. But, but now, but he's so everybody watches him play, and there's like he's so important to the team that the numbers don't matter. Like, and that's how Iguodala was. You look at his numbers in Golden State. Everyone was like, his numbers suck, but he's the Finals MVP. I think Aaron Gordon has like crossed the threshold where his numbers don't actually matter. Yeah. And now he can stay in Denver for the next two years and earn the label of a winner. Now yeah, he's a yeah, winner. Yeah, now he's so a defender and a winner, which he wasn't in early. I actually think he is a winner, though. I honestly think Aaron Gordon is a winner. Tony, give yeah. me your Aaron Gordon take. I mean, so he's the reason I bet the Nuggets. He's I bet the Nuggets after the trade because early in the season, the Nuggets' biggest weakness, they couldn't guard anyone on the wing. Yeah. Like, literally yeah, no one. Playing sad. fantasy every night, you'd always just take <laughs> wings against the Nuggets. I said it Harrison all year. Barnes, Brandon. Any oh, Harrison like, Barnes yeah. going off for like literally in the first yeah. quarter. They couldn't like, guard any yeah. wings. But then they get him, and all of a sudden, that's the case. Like, he just shuts people down or at least gives us a chance to guard anyone, LeBron and Durant and any of the wings, he can at least guard them a little bit. Maybe he doesn't shut them down, but he's going to do better than we did. And he doesn't care about offense. I know in, just speaking fantasy-wise, because it's what I do, Like everyone always wanted to play him at the beginning, thinking he was Orlando Gordon, but he's not. He's not ever going to be an offensive guy for this team. And the best part is he doesn't care, like you guys are saying. He wants to be the stopper. He wants to be the Tony Allen, the the, the stopper of the defense where this is another reason I like the Nuggets. I think he can really defend and bring them to another level. Yeah. Mm. I love it. We're feeling good. I'm going to log on to DraftKings after I get off this show. <laughs> we, got some, we got some That's super 45 to hey, one. Do you have, do you have a headset, yeah. Caleb? Do you have a headset? I don't. All right. Somebody read these out loud. How long till word gets out on Faku being a pest and a pest. stars knowing his name? Do we call him the uh, the flea? I like flea. the flea. What's his? What is it in in Spanish? He has. It's not cockroach. What was his nickname? Uh, I can't remember it. I don't know. It's something but like the flea, though. It's like yeah, Faku? like like a gnat or something. I mean, I think the word's kind of out. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I think every team that has played Denver, the word is out. But sure. I don't like Houston didn't come in tonight being like, no, yeah, Faku's going to be a real pest tonight, you right. guys. And like John Wall, I mean, you saw us when they played Bradley Beal too. These guys don't know who the heck he is. Yeah. Like, the termite. <laughs> who wow, is this dude? the termite. That's what it is. The, the termite. termite. Yeah, uh, I think it's going to take a long time for other guys to like pick up on him because one, he's not scoring a lot. And two, he's so small that the the, the he game looks like plan, a coach. The game plan is going to be just they're going to say he, actually, look like he actually looks like Ogi Stoyakovich, oh. Nuggets <laughs> assistant coach. Over uh, over <laughs> under two and a half times this year, he'll get stopped by security entering the building. I wow. mean, it's, it's, already, it's already hit the over. <laughs> yeah, where's, yeah. where's your credentials? Two and, and a half like, times um, this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great one from the homie Mike Wilson here. Super chat. Are Ag braids the new Jokic haircut? Uh, I'm not even going to let you guys answer. Yes, it's nine and zero right now, right? It's yeah. undefeated with braids, defeated, defeated with without braids with the afro. Like. And I just gotta say, the afro is a bad look. It's just a bad look. It's big time Orlando vibes. He must have picked it big up time quick Orlando because you vibes. don't just go just go right back to the braids after an afro. You're like, so, think, do you think somebody, yo, somebody, yeah, somebody told, told him, him like, yeah, somebody somebody that was told one him. game, and then he was like, you know what, I'm braiding it again. Yeah, dude, it was Fuck two it. games. It was two games. They lost both. Oh, yeah, I'm going back. I'm going back. They're literally both losses were nine. I'm telling you, they had no time off. He probably was just like, I got it. Like, don't take that into your bets. Don't take that into your bets. I like stuff like this, but it has been hitting. <laughs> uh, all right, what else we got? Those are all super chats. All right, Tony. Is Faku? Oh, oh Faku back in the club? Right. 
Fuck well, had some rough moments, at man. One point, this is very like hurtful. Dude, Tony is just like fucking pandering over. I can't yeah, believe yeah, it. Yeah. how this guy's. He's trying to make us all look. He's bad. doing this on purpose. He is doing no, this on purpose. No, I get annoyed because of how pessimistic you are. <laughs> I've always hated how pessimistic. All right, talk you shit are. about me for a minute here, Tony. I just, mean, the best of all was when you told me the Cavs could never beat the Warriors, <laughs> and I told you they would, and they did. <laughs> and you said Kyrie could never get it done. He hit the game winner on you and stared at you. What other receipts you got for me, Tony? Come that's on. it. That's no, the main that's the one. one. I like he, that he one. came in and he was like, I'm getting this one off. Yeah. I'm going to tell them about that. Yeah, <laughs> that was the best because we trash talked for like two years. <laughs> he really is so annoying. Hey, congratulations. Thank you. Congrats. How you feeling about Appreciate Kyrie it. these days? True. It's a tough scene for the Kyrie <laughs> camp. <laughs> it was a tough scene. When he's on the court, I still love him, but. <laughs> Whew, tough scene for the Kyrie. Tough guy to stand for. I'm glad he got the one title for me because he might get another good, one. But. He might get another one. Hey guys, this was a lot of fun. Cue the outro music. Big Big T D. What is your thing? Big T forty T forty four DFS. Big, big T forty four. It's not that he needs any more followers. He doesn't actually don't. But follow go him. follow him. Yeah. He's, he's our guy. He's our guy. Tony and he's is a professional. He is a professional. He's, he might be trying to take Dev's spot on the <laughs> betting portion of the pregame show. No way. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Me and Edgar, you we tell were, were you ever in a relationship that the advice applies to the Nuggets? Is there any? Hey, you see, he can't that. do it. He can't do it. See, can't I'm, do I'm it. one of one. I'm he's one, one of one. He's one of one. Uh, thanks, everybody. Friday Night Winners Lounge. You know these are the best. Hit the like button on your way. Hit Smash the subscribe the like button. button. Don't forget, also a podcast. You guys, so many people, our, our numbers for the pregame show don't come close to the postgame show, and I don't know why. The pregame show, I love it. I, I didn't even like know it. you had a pregame show, and you know, I've watched well, a bunch of maybe these Maybe this is, this is why, maybe. Is he that told people me I know. was supposed to be on the pregame. <laughs> I didn't know I was supposed to be here. That's a true story he actually said. He was like, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> we have a pregame show. I'm going to start chopping it up and making a podcast, so make sure you're subscribed to the DNVR Nuggets podcast. Is all I believe it's the number one pod Denver Nuggets podcast in the universe, so you want to subscribe to that as well. Everybody else, have a great weekend. Be safe. Be kind to somebody. Let's go. Before we get out of here, if you're looking for a place to get your teeth clean, maybe you need some dental work done, make sure to check out Green Mountain Dental Group. A lot of us here at DNVR have gone there to get everything done from getting our wisdom teeth pulled to cavities filled. They're great people. They care about you as a customer. And right now at Green Mountain Dental Group, stop in there, schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam with them. They will give you a free Sonicare toothbrush, a top line electric toothbrush. So check out Green Mountain Dental Group today, located 15 minutes from downtown Denver and schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam with them. Get a free Sonicare toothbrush today.